Watson Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. And we're joined with a super fun special guest today, Alex Wong. Hi. Alex, do you prefer Alex or Alexander? Alex is great. Okay, I figured yeah. Alex would be less yeah. formal. How about a dog? No, a dubs is good. A dubs, oh, dubs. cool. Right, yeah. Alex is a, an improviser and an actor from Toronto, or I guess. Both. Yeah, just on the outskirts, I guess. Yeah, Toronto's from, a big place. From the GTA. And yeah. about to drop his, well, has it already dropped? Is your web series already? No, we uh we just did the round of funding. Okay. Uh, and then we got our funding, Perfect. so it's going to go into production um, hopefully next year. Amazing. Next year. Yeah, oh, we're going to go into so much detail about that because I don't know right. that Nick's ever had a conversation with somebody who's working on a website. No, I was going to ask some funding questions like, what do you mean by funding? Is that government? So we had is that... a, uh... <laughs> no. Let's, start, let's yeah. start right from the beginning. Great. What is this project that you're working on? This project is called uh, IRL, uh, In Real Life, the web series, and cool. it was started... Directed, uh, produced by Bobby Del Rio, who's a quite a well-known playwright in Toronto. If you Google him, uh, you know when you say his, it's interesting when you say his name in uh, different circles, you get different reactions. Okay, ours just got a complete blank reaction. Yeah, yeah sorry, we don't know too much. Great. about Great, I know very little about that. Performing <laughs> Breeze, though, she's got the finger on the pulse more than I do. Great. Yeah, so but only for comedy. So I'll I'll be the uh, I'll be his point man, and Bobby Del Rio's a dick. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. That's great. Uh, well, he's got very strong opinions, and he he he's willing to stick by them, which is, uh, as you know, in our industry, it can be very easy to smooth things out. But uh, he's been in it for like seventeen years, and he he writes quite a bit, so oh, cool. and gets work. So I mean, good for him. Sticking to your guns. Yeah. Uh, April twenty third, he posted on a forum, uh, on a group on Facebook, saying, "Who wants to make a project? Uh, I want to make a." I think in his mind, he wanted to make a short film okay, okay. or a short, but he had so many responses within 24 hours, <laughs> yeah. I think like 60. And from there, uh, we started to have rehearsals. Cool. Um, and from there, we have about 25, 25 actors Ooh. that showed up to rehearsals. Uh, and uh, this will be interesting to you, Bree, in that the way it was written, we'd get together we discuss things that are happening in social media huh. today, which is, uh, you know, quite a bit of stuff happened from the time period we were rehearsing from May to uh, early September. Yeah. Is that all the months. Black Lives Matter oh, kind of man, stuff? Kind all of stuff, sorts of yeah. stuff. A lot of lady stuff going on? A lot of lady stuff. A lot of things with, uh, you know, the LBGTB. LGBT. Uh, yes. Also Q sometimes. And Q. Yes, Q. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, dealing with it's racism. Really early out right now. It's uh, I'm, no, I'm it's just a useless human being. <laughs> the struggle for me. That's true. We might be dyslexic. That might be an actual issue. <laughs> uh, there are more and more letters that you have to <laughs> learn. True. For it. That the you have to learn. My daily struggle is I'm a useless human. Uh, that's why I'm. An, <laughs> that's why I'm an actor because it's a good excuse for not being successful. You know. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, it's true. It's true. I was a classic underachiever. Yeah. Ah. And now I'm in the same boat as people that were really good at school. So it's like. It's the uh, pool for everyone. It's it's yeah. uh it's a bit of a nice cold reset for everybody. <laughs> that's a good point though because there are yeah. some actors who are like. 
know, who have trained quite a bit, and then you still see them perform, and you're like, right. Mm. Or even in school, because you strike me as someone that was a go-getter in school, right? I was a huge nerd in, like, high school. Right. At university, so. things changed a little bit, because for various reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were probably, you burnt yourself out in high school, that stuff. <laughs> in, uh, in uh, I didn't know. It was, uh, I think it was because the I went to a French university, and the quality of French that I had learned in Welland wasn't exactly what they were looking for, so my grades dropped. So there was a huge period of, like, figuring shit out. And then I started working in a movie theater and kind of realized I enjoyed that more than school. <laughs> than getting your <laughs> ass handed to and you then, by teachers? Exactly. But then I, I did better in my second, and uh, in my third and fourth year of university, but... By right. that point, I was already... Kind You're of, done with it. I was kind of like, I'm not going to be a politician. Let's be no. Sorry, I studied I mean, poli-sci. I think it's important. That's great. That's <laughs> that's the degree where you can kind of... You don't have to explain no. what you're going into. because <laughs> people studying poli-sci. People yeah. are like, oh. Yeah. Good luck losing your faith in humanity. They're all like, mm, you be a, you're going to be the prime minister? Like, yeah, all of us are going to be the prime minister. Yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of people, when they have poli-sci or history as an undergrad, they're saying, I'm in pre-law. When technically, <laughs> you're all in pre-law. You're all in pre-law. You're all, all in pre-med. Because, that's you a know. good point. I did think about going to law school. But yeah. I, then I didn't. Yeah, I bet you thought about being a teacher too. Cause... Oh, I was always like no because my mom always wanted me to be a teacher. Oh. I had the no too, also because of mom. Yeah, <laughs> we saw how mom would get after a day of school and be like, "No, man, I don't training. want that." Yeah. Well, it there's a difference between that and teaching university, though. That's a good point. I never wanted to teach university either because mm-hmm. oh. you're not really. When you're the prof, you're not really teaching anyways. It's, no, you're you know, doing mostly. The TAs your, are doing yeah. a lot of the work and. Although, we didn't have that... Ugh. I don't know. At Weston, it was a lot of the professors. Yeah, same here. I think it depends. Like, Because I know Brock is huge for having... like Even the students do different seminars and stuff. Like, like students run their own seminars. Oh, yeah, there was that. But there's the professor sits in and makes, right. it kind of guides it. I didn't want... I don't know. You spend your most of your time trying to publish your own crap anyway, right? And then you're, most of them are, are they gotta researchers get to the... first and, and teachers second, right? I never had that feeling. It felt like the, the... I had a lot of terrible professors. Oh. <laughs> Just not public speakers, you know? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm... the ones <laughs> So I you had... can go back and give them a workshop. I, on, sh- I could, yeah, yeah. I could do that. Um, but not as yeah. much. Anyways, <laughs> IRL, the process. Yes. <laughs> yes the process. Uh, Bobby wanted to have it where we would improvise different premises, and then he would curate from, from there, which awesome. is... Um, and so, what, we, so, you're, so you're shooting it online, like digital film or whatever? Or uh, the first we did one episode uh, in September, and that was shot on a Black Magic. Okay, what's that? that? Is that like the digital camera? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said that with authority because I wanted <laughs> to sound like I knew what I was talking about, and right. I wanted you to know what you were talking about. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, the Black Magic." No, no I. But no, that's the limit of my knowledge. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, the black camera. magic. I can look at. That's cool. I could look into that because yeah. um, the extent of my knowledge is I just know about red, mm-hmm. the red cameras, and how they're like they're glorious. Yeah, <laughs> the red camera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. See, you say it like that. You say it like yeah, that, true. and you're like, "Yeah, this guy knows no, what he's for talking sure. about." I know the red camera. The it's red the that you use that's red. Oh crap! You guys don't know. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I thought they were kind of. They're pretty famous. They. Yeah. They. Whenever you see a digital movie that looks great, mm-hmm. they've used a red. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it depends also on the you know the DP, right? And they. 
it's all it's it's a lot of the lighting Ooh. and how they're able to yeah sorry i'm dating myself as well because this is maybe five ten years ago and i'm sure it's moved on a mm-hmm. lot since then because it cameras got better in a hurry it seems like oh yeah, yeah. even For just sure. like basic things like they're the, they're using like gopros now and like tv productions you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> that camera's disgustingly awesome yeah i remember sure. when uh I don't do investing and stuff like that. My background is I work in a bank and stuff. But yeah. when I saw GoPro was going public, I'm like, I need money now. <laughs> I want to invest in this. This is going to win. Uh, and I don't even know if it did that well, actually. So, it's probably doing. Well, the, I mean, the initial the initial oh. offering is definitely going to be great, right? Yeah, I thought. But uh, I didn't hear much about it afterwards. Yeah. So maybe just Also, about. another thing I don't know anything about. I just say it with confidence. <laughs> GoPro! Yeah. Well, that's good, though. So you were improvising premises and then uh, basically well we come up with our own <laughs> premises the cat is right uh, now crawling give us... on top of Alex. Do you... oh. can you hear the cat smelling probably probably that's not. gonna be cool okay as long as she just okay there we go that's great right. <laughs> yeah so he would give us a topic like oh okay. um uh, uh yeah <laughs> you know cat. Yeah. dating dating online oh, go okay. and then we'd get into little groups and we it's like beat prov right Okay. We'd have five minutes or two minutes. Beatprov is basically we'd come out with the different where we're gonna go in it, uh-huh. and then we'd improvise. Oh, the that. beats. The, the beats. beats. Are the like Larry right. David's show. Right. It's basically a lot of the like time, okay. yep. you know where you're starting from, and you know a couple beats that you've got to hit throughout yeah. the episode, and you know where you're going, but throughout it is improvised. Yeah, that's right. basically the way to to write a good improv TV show, isn't it? To get your general beats out. Well, yeah. Larry David. I mean, he's For got sure. a good show. Yeah. Do it I mean, and, and uh, you know, Bad Dog, a lot of their shows are beat prop as that well. And that's for an hour. Uh, but Did you take classes at Bad Dog? I have. Okay. But it wasn't necessarily the same process uh, there because we were kind of left on our own on how we were to do that, the improv. Cause right. Not everybody has the sort of the background background improv, which, which is interesting in that uh, improvising with a lot of people with a strong actor background. Yeah. Acting background, they don't necessarily have uh the technique that someone that has studied a lot of improv but they have such huge emotional commitment mm. uh, that oh, nice. it, it can be a nice change and there's a lot of stuff that i can learn from them because i feel as if someone like that it's so pure uh someone like us that have done a lot of things like long form in different classes different yeah. philosophies you get away from the the, the core. Of it, yeah. We get away from the core of improv a lot of the times. Oh, we, that's true. We too, outthink yeah. ourselves a lot of the times, right? Uh, it's, so. it's we're all very heady, I find. And Absolutely. It's, it's rare that we just take those moments to sort of react emotionally because we're like, "What can I say that'll be funny?" Right. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. What's the game and yeah, stuff like exactly. that? And we get yeah. so complex when these things naturally come out. But the actors out. are getting into the real people of the characters and stuff. Yeah. Right. And that is way more the way improv should be worked. Well, I, mean, I, I don't. It depends what you're going for. I, yeah. I definitely don't want this to sound like I'm throwing everybody in the Toronto improv community under the bus because I'm not. I'm talking about um, stuff that I, because I'm on the ground level a lot of the times that jams uh, and things like that, I do experience uh, a lot of people not necessarily committing 100% emotionally. But I I do know that the top improvisers are obviously doing all that great stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) We're just like... Especially if you're co- going to a jam, too. Usually yes. you're there to sort of... We don't know each other quite yeah, well. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to open up. Well, getting to the emotion, that's the mark of someone who's a great improviser, right? So yeah, you're yeah. not going to get that from the start. That's something that where you ha- you're looking into the 
Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours stuff. Right. Like being able to reach into greatness. Yeah, yeah. But right, but me, I mean, we don't need to, uh, to be competent, we don't need to, I'm talking about, comp- you know, if we talk about competence, we don't need to necessarily be masters. He was talking about mastery. Right. Yeah. But competency, you don't need to have the 10,000 hours. Exactly. So we're all Yeah, we're all reaching, yeah, that's we're all sort there. of working towards yeah. that. But yeah, so what we're saying is that it's sometimes easy or easier to drop the like huge emotional reactions if you are thinking like what's my next beat in this herald going to be. Or know? what's yeah. and what's uh what's the funny thing because yeah. we have a because of the jam centric nature of improv here and we play in a lot of bars, we f- can feel the need, at least I do, I don't I can't speak for everybody feel the need to play to the laughs for sure so if the first 10 15 30 seconds there are no laughs there can be a bit of a panic and it's and it's not necessarily a that sort of situation right yeah people can find what you're doing interesting but exactly not laughing (laughs) we want that we're like children we want that yeah immediate feedback action yeah well, it's like, um, that's interesting because I know that there's a show in Toronto called Mixed Company and I, I've never gone to see it. In this right. Alan, Alan Clifford, he's, he does uh, great work with, yeah, you know, producing that. So you must have uh, got sort of a vibe like that because what he does is he takes like 50% of the actors Well, it's like that or, game uh, Actor's Nightmare, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's half actors, half improvisers. Improv. Yeah. And they work together. I don't know, it's more complicated. Than yeah, they do a yeah. scene. Yeah. And one person's reading off a script and yeah. one's improvising. But, I mean, both are both. But at least, they're, yeah, they're, but at least it's like a mix of not everybody's an improviser and not everybody's an actor. Yeah, that but sounds if, like a nice blend. Yeah. But if you're if you're looking at it from a Venn diagram, uh, the the skills that make <laughs> a great improviser and a great actor, they're very much, they're overlapping yeah. so much. And a lot of the performers do both. And did you mm-hmm. find that? Did you find it was frustrating sometimes though to work with actors who don't improvise? Because you know, I I I will say that uh, you hear about people with quote unquote training being frustrated with this person not picking up on on games and stuff. But the thing is, improv at its core is about having a situation and you dealing with it. Right. So it's a bit counterintuitive to say I have so much training and I can't deal with. This person, because if you have so much training, that training has failed you. If you cannot deal Make with, that scene if you work. cannot improvise, because improvising is about taking something and, and using your skills yeah. and rolling with it. And it's it's a funny thing when it seems when people uh, maybe reach maybe two year two or three. Generally, they get in their head and they're like, "Oh no, I can only play with a certain type of player." Oh, but you know, me, that yeah. doesn't sound like very good improv. Well, no, I'm not gonna. I, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I did not say that, guys. <laughs> it's it's that journey where we go through there, and I've been there for sure. You know, where it's we've we think we know a lot of things, but then it's our own insecurity not allowing us to play with people that have less training. I think it's so helpful to play with people who have more training and less training. Absolutely, and at the same level. Yeah. So. Um, Yes, I'm definitely not saying that that's a bad thing. It's just something that we go through. We yeah. all go through and that we can yeah. get in our yeah. heads. Like, I only want to play with people who have, you know, at least done the conservatory or whatever the case yeah. may be. Yeah. And, abso- and, that, and then you're wondering, well, wait a minute. Is that improv? No, if, yeah. If you need people to be on a... No. You know, because that, that sounds like you want to pre-screen, you know, pre, uh, pre-work stuff out. It's, but, yeah, it's true. 
You should be, yeah, it's so much, like, recently I had this experience where I played with some people who were doing the drop-in class at SoCap on mm-hmm. Friday night, and they, not all of them have, like, a great amount of experience, and sometimes, like, they go for the cheap jokes, too, and I found it so helpful to be able to learn how, like, because two, it's, it's two things. First of all, it, your role as an improviser is, of course, to make your partner look good, like, right? Yeah. That's one of the, when you're, when you become a good improviser, you want, your job is to make the other person look good. Mm-hmm. Then if the other person's job is to make you look good, then, then you guys, everyone's yeah, looking good. And everybody's <laughs> yeah. doing a hilarious scene. Uh, but some of these people were new. So, like, uh, one of the guys was like, uh, I was his barber or his hairdresser or something like that. And he was like, Classic scene, yeah. Right? Something about, like, breasts. He's like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. You know, lean over and put, your, put breasts on my shoulders. And I'm like, the, like, the woman in me. <laughs> Wait, I am a woman. Anyway, mm. my, I was like, oh, man, this is gross. Like, this dude is yeah. gross. But then the improviser was quickly like, Okay, like, find a way to make this work. I went to the back. I got some chicken breasts, put them on <laughs> nice. my shoulder. We turned it into a deli slash barber shop. But, but like, I wouldn't have to make that kind of decision if I was playing with somebody who wouldn't go for that cheap boob joke. Right. You know what I mean? At the same time, um, you can do that because you have experience. Right. So you can handle that. So uh, I think if we got to be careful when we say we should accept every offer because if someone with a few months of training and they encounter a situation that makes them uncomfortable oh, yeah. and they think they've been programmed to say yes all the time, yes. uh, we, I, I think it's important to let them know that it's safe to say no if they're feeling uncomfortable. Absolutely. Wait until you've got a lot of experience to be able to say yes to anything. Yeah, if, if it's Lisa Merchant, yeah, go ahead. I don't care if anybody says, ah, oh, this planet's made of dicks or something. Right? Like it's, she, she can handle it. She but can handle dick plants. If somebody, sure. if somebody were to not be as experienced as someone like you, then they could be in a real uncomfortable situation. For sure. Especially in a jam. And I feel know? like there was... Uh, I played but in- anyways, back to the question. No, I was not frustrated because everyone had so many great things to offer. Oh, yeah. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to... What we were saying that I, I see a lot of the times, uh, we were talking about this in the hallway of people caring about censorship. Yeah. I'll say it's not necessarily censorship. People are just giving feedback of what they like. You can <laughs> say anything you want, say anything you want. And there's that situation where if you have a few years of improv and you're playing with somebody with uh, you know a few months of improv, it's your responsibility to to take care of them, and that sure. if you're like, oh hey, um, isn't just isn't this the day for hand jobs or something like right. that? Classic uh, hand job day. Scene yeah, I've exactly. Seen a times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, prov. <laughs> but uh, if you're the experienced person saying that to the person with less experience, yes, you technically can say anything you want, but if you're doing that in a scene with someone that doesn't quite feel comfortable on stage and quite feel comfortable knowing how to say no, then you're just taking advantage of the situation. Or if you already yeah. go in a situation, going, directing it into a, you know, someone might say a, a racist scene or right. something like that. Uh. Yeah, okay, fine. You can do any scene you want. But if that person doesn't have the, le- the skill yet to deal with it, yeah. to say yes and to direct it into a place where they're comfortable, 
then you're taking advantage. I feel like if you're making your scene partner uncomfortable, the odds are you're making a lot of people in the audience uncomfortable. Oh, that's right. Well. And you've yeah. seen that a lot in your show, oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's um, true. Like the the person on the stage has got a higher tolerance for being feeling weird about something. I'm then, guessing. Then, yeah. Yeah, than the people who have to sit there and take it in the crowd. Because <laughs> yeah. you feel for that person on stage. Yeah. And it's the great thing about bar prov and the open jams is that when you play with random people, they could be anybody, which is great for working on your tools. But it could be someone that is uh, thinks that those chain emails that are go funny. around the office are funny and they're like well i'm not allowed to be funny in the office anymore because the hr but here I'm like, yeah am i right yeah, yeah tits balls blowjobs everything which and it's, is, yeah i mean some of those are hilarious just by themselves like, right let's be honest yeah <laughs> i feel like that's it like you, a lot of people when they're just sort of starting out that's the sort of humor they're gonna go to because it's so taboo and it's so like oh i'm not normally allowed to talk about this yeah but then if you can't make it funny or if you can't, if you're not saying anything new about it, or if you're, you, you know, then what's, it's almost like, It's well, forced, it's not honest. Yeah, then you gotta move past that it, at some point. It's one of those things as well where, um, I think for, when I've seen it in men, especially when they go into a situation and they're a man with a regular job or, yeah, uh, they're, they're not necessarily actors or improvisers, uh, they're used to having a certain status in life, right? Yeah, oh. So if somebody, if Brie is funnier than the person, or they feel as if they want to get power or yeah, status. Power's, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to start talking about my cock now. Where's my respect? Is, Where's the privilege I'm normally accustomed yeah, to receiving? I don't want to go straight into there, but I mean, just to... <laughs> oh, we're going there. The right? dynamic... <laughs> Let's go there now. <laughs> it's just a way to people to get power. Is this, you know, they'll yeah. start reaching... Make maybe make people uncomfortable. They'll they'll be talking about their dick. You know, yeah. A lot of. I would love uh, to see that happen, but then have the season improviser going. Oh, you're mine now, bitch. It happens no, all the time. I watch Natasha Boomer. I was thinking right. Boomer the whole yeah. way. It's so like he's think... gonna get punched in the dick in <laughs> yeah. a hurry. Or not even. It'll be you know Lisa Murtagh. I'll go oh, back yeah. to Lisa Murtagh because I think she's our apex. She's one of the apex great. improvisers. But I don't so think you've you... seen her yet. I'm, I've am i been away from the scene for a little while. Uh, I've yeah. got no excuse. I've just been crazy busy on other stuff. Right. I, I mean, you, you've you probably seen Lisa Merchant before, but I mean, I'll go back to her. You can throw any any of these people from, that are from the street can be like, ah, oh, yeah, dicks, blowjobs, or whatever, but she'll she'll handle it with oh, grace. Sure. Cause we're earning our E on this one. She's, uh, <laughs> but you can, she's yeah, Lisa we're saying Merchant. dicks and cocks a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's great about her is that she looks like such a, a like a, a lovely lady. <laughs> but she'll just dominate oh yeah no, she, no, no. i wouldn't has, say dominate i wouldn't say dominate but she's able to she has empower power. drive it drive it forward and yeah. um and use it yeah or use it, it and make a good scene and not um oh, nick's having a weird yeah no sorry not necessarily fight or something not necessarily good. fight back but enable to take the scene into a, a place where it's not this weird thing that we're talking about yeah yeah I, I must her. apologize, Nick. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like saying no to everything you're saying about <laughs> improv. This is not but, good improv at all. No, no, but I'm you're just, no butting me everywhere. Oh, absolutely, it's great, it's great for podcasts. It's great for podcasts, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, at the same time, <laughs> no, yeah, you know what? People I, don't dominate. They don't dominate the improv scene, but they're able to drive it forward yeah. and, and bring other things out of there. Because I just uh, used the wrong term there. I'm absolutely. Like, I'm at improv dominate, by which I mean lead the scene and totally right. Yeah. Yes. Just, 
I, just, I, I don't want anyone in the community being mad at me that time. Oh, I see how Nick, get, get angry at me. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. no problem with <laughs> getting stuff wrong because I'm from a Absolutely. point of view of complete ignorance. So there you <laughs> no, go. Totally fine. I'm not definitely not. It's a yeah, a naive ignorance. I feel very sheltered in my exposure to improv because I'm only going to breeze shows. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've done this. I don't know if this is a thing you've done on purpose or just a natural happy place, but your shows seem very positive and That's what I try. Inclusive, to yeah. Because yeah. I don't feel that there's uh, just like creepy weirdos at all. I've never seen that on the stage. Like there's what you guys are talking about. Well, but, but when you're but, describing it, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I could see how that would happen mm-hmm. in, in certain environments. And you've I saw like yeah, I saw the same same group of people over at SoCap and I've seen Cassie play with them too and it's Cassie dealing with these Cass- yeah, she's great. She's great. Dick and hand guys, yeah. Sure, yeah, because a lot of them will go in for it and she as well, like a lot of it is about perception and you see mm-hmm. her and she's a tiny little lady, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. then but she plays these huge characters that that completely uh improv dominate the person right. who's trying to put her in it. And you know what? That's that's Cassie's stage yeah. at that time. Oh, so for sure, it's, yeah. you know, it's different if her regular partners that she plays with are going up and yeah. we were all doing that. But uh it's it's just one of those things that people think it's funny because that's the type of humor yeah. you probably have when, uh, when they're, they're at the oh, bar with their buddies. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, oh, tits, yeah. Tits, yeah. Or that girl's a slut or right. something, you know, oh, which is... God, yeah. So, but none of that in IRL, the web series. No, of course I not. Imagine. These are all... Yeah. No, these are all... Everybody... Everybody... Funding. It's a very seasoned we'll actor. We'll all right. <laughs> very seasoned actor. Uh, more seasoned than I, for sure. They're people with... Film, a lot of film credits, and we have a Ooh, regular from. But Rain. you have some credits. You were in a, a video in Germany that I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, uh, Clara Pasika is uh, part of IRL, and she's a regular on Rain right now. Okay. So, which is that CW show that shoots in Toronto? Cool. Based in. Uh, I forget what time period. I'm ignorant, but uh, <laughs> I love. I love. Oh, period. Rain! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's rain as in a monarch like not yes. as in the, 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 yeah. not yeah. r-a-i-n i get it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it's kind of like a royal family but set in modern times or something isn't no it? it's uh set in france i believe okay is it like 1800 1800 so it's like, no you know what it might be 16 1700 uh, what am i i'm pretty Downton ignorant abbey but france no before okay. that time probably, oh, okay, probably then, 1600 yeah. i don't know <laughs> well, okay our homework is to look into this yeah rain program, program. i yeah. should i should probably um rain. research programs before i promote other people on them no, but uh that's fine. promote that's away yeah. yeah for sure uh people have been on uh things like nikita and oh, things I like shooting in toronto like murdoch so. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, quite a few people from Murdoch. I love Murdoch! So you'd probably recognize a, a few people there. And our director, Bobby's booking more stuff now, too, as an awesome. actor. So it's a, it's a great, interesting situation. There are definitely more seasoned actors than I am. And uh, we have such a, a great uh, thing where we're going on, where we're so cooperative for like the a dynamic, scenes. a great dynamic. Yeah, and there's some scenes go places where it's very emotional very mm. hard-hitting which you hardly i'd say i hardly ever see that in you know the, the comedy stages right because that's geared towards comedy but uh can be quite intense yeah right? uh, dealing with things like uh how gay people are treated in other countries and, oh, yeah, and yeah. racism oh, yeah. oh you go real yes that's very real that's yeah. the bar in the irl yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have already done the improvising in the in the right. creating. And what the happened team. was it was up to two two times a week. Uh, it was there three hours three hours each session. Cool. So these oh, were man, intense. That's yeah, that's yeah. long form. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, Bobby would take the inspiration from those scenes and sort of curate and write from there. Okay. Uh, so it's not quite like the you know the second secret process of we re improvising doing it doing it yeah. doing it until it's, it's him being down, the yeah. the curator which is great we have a, a steady hand that's uh, sort of directing like the whole thing it. yeah yeah uh, but to funding we have fantastic um, producers that have a lot of experience with this yeah that's a good uh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but before we get before we get to like even the idea of funding mm-hmm. the web series, I w- so the episodes have been already written, but they're mm-hmm. not shot yet because not shot that's yet. what you're trying uh. to raise the money to do. Yeah. So you've worked on it, you have the story, it's written now, uh-huh. or as much as it's going to it's be. I out. imagine you're going to play within it still when it's filmed. So now you've got the concept, you've got the arc, you've got the everything, and mm-hmm. you're going on. Is it what what program are you using to fund it? Or- we used Indiegogo. Indiegogo, perfect. Cool. Yeah. That's what 30 I days, 30 days for funding. Yeah. Uh, heavy social media yeah. use to gain funding. And uh, talking to people we know, we were able to reach our funding and surpass it. So. Sweet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So now uh, you're going to get that money, and then there, you'll go into production, I am at. When did you say you're going in? Um, I believe next year. Okay, cool. I believe, yeah. Just that's because, awesome. you know, how December can be. Oh, right? yeah. I was going to say, that's far, but no, we're it's in November right yet. now, so that's not that far. It doesn't feel like it's that far yet because it's been so nice out. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like we're close to December yet. I don't know. That's just my it's, perception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty Because fair. last year we no. had a lot of snow. Oh, yeah, it was cool. Then. All right. Oh, we weather pod. We weather yeah. pod. Uh, traffic here. <laughs> traffic right? getting here today, am I right? Oh. Guys, airplane food. Oh, can we talk about it? All right. Okay, so so and then you'll go into production next. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and I should say every it's every episode's different. Cool. Uh, you know, about like I, a different subject kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. What's the format? Is it a half an hour? Sure. Or? Oh no, uh, I believe three between three and five minutes. Oh, that's, oh, those are the web, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 No, I I don't con- You know what? This is one thing I haven't looked into yet: is web series and shows like that. Oh, you should. Mm. I just wish there was a simpler way for somebody who's totally out of the loop to to know where to go. Like, is it just funny or die, or are there specific websites that curate yeah, loads I'd of say, different shows? You know, or... I'd say uh, you need to learn how to. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, online, there's uh, the Toronto Web Series group, which nice. I believe that's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Well, because uh, we're in we're in like the Toronto Podcasters group, mm-hmm. so pretty much any project you might not know that. No, I don't know that. Well, we are, but <laughs> I. What kind of... No, oh, wait like, a minute. I am. You might not be. Okay. Is that like a... on? It's just like a, on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Most... A lot of... Is this on Facebook then? The, right. Yeah. Who? Yeah. So a lot of these... It's, it's similar to your in Canada, like Facebook page. Right? Yeah. Like it's a group oh, of people who okay, are cool. interested in, in the same kind of thing and creating web series. Oh, no. I'm not even talking about the creative side. I want to enjoy watching oh. the fruits of oh, other... Oh, man. There's tons everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's on the YouTube thing. There's so and... much and all over the place. Yeah. Where's the best way to get the good stuff? But even like a lot of the big, uh, you know, networks now have... Yeah, uh, web them. series. Like CBC's got Punchline if you yeah. want to watch some, uh, you know, comedy web series is. Mm-hmm. CBC's got a couple web series. I imagine CTV does. Like, yeah, they do because what they have... I want is the TV guide version of that, so I know where to go to go get the good stuff. I don't know. Uh, you, I don't know. We should totally you do should that. Make... Yeah, oh, that's that gonna be. Like a lot of work, though, I, I hear Google's good for searching, <laughs> but I thought... uh, you guys heard of the 
I feel like Google would be too big, and uh, it well, might I think not if tell you, me exactly what I'm looking for. I mean, if you were to if do you your were own to, research for the last I don't time. have time for that. If you were to be more specific and say oh, web series reviews, yeah, and oh, ranking, yes, yeah. there you go. How to rank it? All right, that's on me. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch in Toronto. Like, I'm thinking right now that Space Riders division, right? Are and these are all on the higher end of. Like web series production. yeah yeah, like yeah the, i don't the, want to mess around with crappy web series i want the good <laughs> stuff so have you but okay so you guys have some pro actors and you've got this director who's really experienced mm-hmm. and you're gonna make the web series and is the goal at that point going to be to pitch it to a network or are you just gonna put it up yourself? you know i've uh i we i'm that's actually not in my hands it's right in bobby's and stuff but i've heard that there is interest from oh, cool. um from different places and right. i'm not uh a lot to say specifically right sure but yeah uh, it's like yeah. If, if there's some production companies who are interested in picking it up kind of thing that mm-hmm. tends to help the like you right now you've got funding but then mm-hmm. if you know if a production company is interested in it then that is potential for more funding as for well, sure right? and distribution and yeah stuff. I, you know what definitely helped is that throughout our campaign the, the hashtags and the everything on different social media uh social media mediums <laughs> I, i'm sure it hooked on to the caught attention of different people so. yeah right. yeah and, th- mm-hmm. and there's always for as many like actors and performers there are looking for you know their next big gig there are you know producers and production companies looking for the next big thing that's going to make them money too right? yeah at the end of the day so. uh, and at the same time as actors performers directors writers producers we have to be creating our own work exactly nobody is going to really be knocking down anyone's door that that's go and do stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean you do so many shows which is that's what you got to do right you yeah gotta you, be ca- a... you kind of have to right and that's yeah even just like it's like you got to do your job to build it's like your resume right you're, you're yeah. yeah you're doing your it. portfolio and mm-hmm. you're doing it a lot for free and, and it's you're proving yourself that you could do this and then it'll grow from there yeah, and... and then it becomes another cool credit too you know yeah. when the project is over you, you know, know what i would like about that is what we I don't know. I think I've been talking to you about this is wanting to get something out into the world. Yeah. Just to do that creative. That's why I told you to get a blog. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, there's yeah, there's that. Um, so you guys I'm, know a website where the best blogs are? <laughs> I guess I, Seriously. I want that to exist too. Like who's got a good blog? It's like, oh, here's another person. See, that's the problem though. The problem is there's we have ample, there's infinite amount of information out there. Yes. yes. You can wait as long as, you can wait forever to be researching the best blogs, yeah. the best stuff and then before you're, doing it. And then that's miss a it. great <laughs> form of procrastination Absolutely. to yeah. endless research. That's so. a, a big problem of mine, too, because I feel like a lot of people are like, you don't want to, you know, like, it's important to be high rep, like, in certain improv games, you want to have a high level of reference. To, when you're performing yeah let me there. wait for a couple months and read and yeah watch, i gotta watch some tv shows oh to some yeah that kind of stuff. reference sorry yeah. but i'm yeah. like i feel like i very rarely watch tv these days because i'm out doing shows all the time and it's which is, like, this can be the problem is that it's great that you're you're producing a lot and you're performing a lot i know you have at least two shows that i know about i i dropped a couple of them which is good yeah well and, <laughs> and the thing is when we're in the improv world the comedy world we're supposed to be sort of reflecting what's going on in real life. Exactly. But then you're concentrating so much on the I comedy am. that... Luckily, I have yeah. uh, my, my uh, partner in crime who's not here at the moment. Mm-hmm. And you have a real job, too. So. Yeah. that ha- the re- And the fact that the real job is in a place that focuses on what's going on in the world is very helpful. Yeah. Uh, 
because it's like we got TVs in the place, so it's just like it's always mm-hmm. like what's happening in the news, right? Yeah, because yeah. I feel as if there's those classic improv scenes. I don't know, maybe one third of archive scenes for Second City, or maybe more are office scenes where, yeah. oh, and I feel point, yeah. I feel as if a lot of <laughs> people have been performing. For so long that a lot of them forget maybe what it's like to work in an office. They don't know. Yeah. They maybe have never been in an office and they're doing a pantomime of other scenes they've That's seen about being point. in the office. That's a good point. You know? That that gets me down about like when I watch a film that was written from that and you can tell the writers just like fresh out of university or yeah. college and it's like you've never worked a day in your life. No. <laughs> None of this is true. Well, <laughs> like, the only focus of people's office jobs and movies are making a report or a new client. Yes. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, I guess that's that's Hollywood's work. Right? Yeah, well, I for me... very rarely write reports at work. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing I noticed back uh, when I would watch sitcoms is everyone was like an architect or a doctor or a lawyer, and it was all right. these, like, cool jobs. Whereas, like, what about a freaking data entry clerk? That job yeah. sucks balls. Why don't we <laughs> focus yeah. on that poor bastard's life? That's a good point. And Alex, do you have like a do you have a day job? I do. I do various actor type jobs. Oh, like nice. Yeah. Catering, okay. promo. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I shouldn't say that. I do that on occasion when it comes up through my through different promo stuff. Yeah, like, like promo. Yeah. Like promo. I mean that the people that hand out stuff. Oh, okay. And I also do on occasion background work, like extra cool. work. But it's it can be hard to. It's uh, time consuming. The yeah, absolutely. Well, you sometimes. get paid for your time though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it could be tough because you're there all day, and yeah. you go if you get an audition, you can't. You know, you it's, can't just leave your gig. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's a juggling thing. Where and then you feel like an then I feel like an idiot because I don't book the audition. Uh, you know the uh, the booking rate is not always the it's not the, the best uh, working actors are always maybe what one in twenty they're booking one right. In, so it's uh oh, we've got an actual working actor here. That's good though. Well, I don't know because I have We should give him some food. <laughs> what? We should give him some food, do you, want, do you want some chips or something else? <laughs> I usually steal that from the craft truck. Yeah. But, uh, well, th- this is awkward. We don't pay for this podcast. There's no money. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Are you going to get in trouble with Actra at all? Oh. <laughs> well, I got this tea, so That's Stop true. acting. <laughs> don't act. <laughs> It's okay, guys. I'm not doing a character. So. Oh, this sweet, Alex right. Wong character that I tried to play, so. uh, Yeah. Uh, oh, you I, are involved with Actra, though. It's, I think it said in your bio, right? right? Yeah. Oh, um, well, yeah. If you're doing back uh, background stuff, is that no, Actra? Not all, yeah. not all. Not all of them. Not all, but some. Like, yeah. some of them. I'm just Would saying, dad have been Actra? Yeah, he was an Actra because he... You have to, like, do a bunch. You need a line. Work to get. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Um, cool. The, uh, over to the video in Germany. Yes! Oh, yeah, we're going back about ten years now. <laughs> so, um... So how do you get enough poop ready to do the shizer? Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> gross. You know, you know, the funny thing is, I know, <laughs> um, I used to do random, I used to, like everybody else, and I warned people about... Where's this going? Off of... I don't know. I brought <laughs> up the Shizer thing. Yeah, so we, we uh, I tend to warn a lot of people about doing stuff from Craigslist oh, because okay. there's a lot of weird stuff, oh, right? Oh, yeah. shh. There's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of weird stuff. But uh, to be honest, I've gotten a lot of paid gigs from Craigslist oh, cool. about 10 years ago, anyways, when I was searching for a different acting thing. So I saw a post looking, this about, yeah, almost 10 years exactly now, looking Ooh. for. Oh, guys under five foot five, short guys to match up with tall women in a video. <laughs> oh my! God. Paid. Uh, I said, you know, I'm above that height. 
but, but I can I'm play skinny. short. Yeah, but I'm you know I'm pretty thin. I can I can play small, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, come over and this slouch bit. So I I went to this person's house. It was a uh, I think an older Ukrainian couple. They shoot these videos where it's, boy. <laughs> they shoot these videos where they match up uh, really tall women with short guys. Yep. And we shoot scenes like uh, I should get this out of the way. There's no sex happening oh, okay. in these videos. Oh, yeah. yeah, the tension here was uh, like... No, maybe I shouldn't have said I'm that. Like, this, this is going to be good no matter where it goes. We're going to learn something here. <laughs> and we... So I get there, and the woman, I think it was maybe 6'3 or something. Okay. Yep. But she had tall heels to make her 6'7. Oh, wow. And we did different scenes where... I'm the repairman for the table. I'm the plumber. Whoa! So we could have gone that way in a hurry. It's it's pretty much the the pre-sex portion of uh, Of porn. The narrative. Uh, Back uh, back before when porn had like a narrative. Yeah. (laughs) It's different now. I've been told it's different now. But uh, from what I hear, yeah. So is this? Oh, I I hear there's your cables out, and <laughs> I'm, I am able with the cable. Um, that was from Big Lebowski, oh, okay. I think. I I shot about ten, uh, five of those in a day, and uh, wow, I got paid cash on the day, nice, which is great. Paid gigs, yeah, hey, man. paid gigs, money's money. And, and she said, well, I don't think I'll I'll call you back. You're a bit, you know stiff in the videos you were kind of Ooh. awkward but i and this is for i given the type of videos that's yeah, a, you no know, like, what you uh, that was before second city now i'd be amazing in those videos oh but dude I, <laughs> i'd be so loose in those videos but uh but and she was criticizing my acting and stuff and i'm thinking oh well whatever i got my cash yeah, yeah. and then when i check her website one of my videos was number two in germany awesome. so i was like <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You're killing it. In they like they like Deutschland loves you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I'm I'm pretty sure it was Germany. It might have been a different European. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Germany. Germany. Yeah. But that's yeah, it what, could have been good in Amsterdam. Is it's it just a, like a huge market of people? Apparently. Interested well, in apparently. what we need like to remember. Women what we need to remember is it's the internet. You're so right. there's, there's something, something there. Right. There's, I think it's Rule 34 have, or something, right? If, so, if you can think about it, it it's already on exists yeah. on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and there's porn based around it. Oh, yeah. Man. But I, they did more extreme videos too, which I didn't do. Sure, I was I was too stiff. Well, she'd but... already fired you with that. Yeah, well, I mean, normally <laughs> if you're stiff, you do quite well in those. Videos. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, but the site had had other more extreme things like guys getting tied up and getting their balls kicked. Oh, and I'm just wow. Yeah, that's a thing. I, I didn't ask her how much that paid, but it better have been <laughs> no. a big pay jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. No kidding. I don't know. You could get pretty injured. You're getting danger pay in those yeah. instances. Oh man! Yeah, and I did another Craigslist uh, shoot for looking for college type guy. Oh boy! So uh, this was for I show up to this house all the way in Oakville. This sounds so murdery. Yeah, I'm very yeah. yeah I'm concerned about you, and right? I know it turns out okay because yeah. you're here and you're a guy. But there must be a lot of remind ladies me, that remind are having to deal with horrible stuff. Yeah, sure. Oh, I warn people off of doing that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, oh, what? This is ten years ago. Anyways. Um, it, it turned out to be this couple producing a video for a swinger for it. There it was a board game for swinger swingers. Okay. <laughs> so it's a warm up games, warm up oh, games for, for board games. We're learning so much today. Okay. Yeah. 
uh, they'd have things like, oh, yeah, stand on the person's lap beside you or <laughs> oh my get gosh. naked and put... Why? They wanted to promote this game? Yeah, so they had a promo. <laughs> and You know, I've never seen the video, so I don't know if it was actually a thing. But, oh, uh, man, no, you were just there to I got paid. Their... Oh, that's good. I got paid. But, yeah, but that uh, reminds me, Jill, I think, answered it. I don't know if it was Craigslist, but it might have been Mandy. Yeah. She, invite, she got uh, an audition for this thing. And they're like, it was supposed to be at the, like at, at a hotel, but in like a conference center at the hotel. Okay. And when she got there, they're like. like in a room? Yeah. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, the location has changed. Oh, it's that's now so murdery. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Oh that's, yeah, she was like, yeah. I am out Especially for, I, I was okay with what I did because I got paid and mm-hmm. they were upfront about what it was. But um, for auditions, even for unionized auditions, people can do some really uncomfortable things, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's tough for actors to. To say no a lot. Yeah, because you need and the you're, money. You're like, in this situation. Well, and when you're starting off, you and, need the gig, right? And when you're asked to do stuff, it's it's just such a you go up these little steps, right? right. So they ramp it up, and then it's tough to to be walking away, yeah. even if you're put in uncomfortable situations. Because I've I've been put in uncomfortable situations where I've uh, asked to do you know Asian accents and things oh, like that, man. where oh, it's just uh, going would... down going down that that rabbit hole where you know I if they had show me that this is what I was doing straight away. I would you say no. Uh, yeah. But then when you've, that thing when you invested a certain amount of time and energy, you feel like you're losing something if you walk out. Right. So I'm, well, I've gone better, of course, at saying no. But yeah. it's it's just like one of those that, things where it just, you know. That was it. Yeah, that was one of the episodes of Master of None. I, I'm pointing yes. at my TV. But yeah. Like that was a great episode. That was like the second, yeah. that was like the second yeah. episode, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, he, and exactly, they made him feel like an asshole for not wanting to do it. So dumb. So I, and, uh, to auditioning, it's uh, as a ethnic minority. Uh, people that at home that don't know, I'm Chinese. Uh, I've gone into auditions for big corporations. I won't say which ones, obviously, but they're looking for a married couple, mm-hmm. and I'd have to wait there for another Asian oh, lady on. to be there oh, because I can't go on with any other ethnicity. So I'd be waiting oh. there, going. Hold on, we don't have anyone for you, and there'll be like a Caucasian uh, girl there. But uh, you can't have two. You can't have two. Uh, can't have two, right? But, yeah. No, they can't. <laughs> no, they can't not have two. Exactly. They can't. Like oh, in this yeah, situation. They can't match me up with uh, somebody that's not Asian. Good because, oh, yeah. I, I thought you were there to be like the token, yeah. uh, diverse partner. You know what I mean? No, like, they like they <laughs> wouldn't. There's that too now. They wouldn't want uh, me to be with someone not Asian. I so know. I'd be waiting there, it's waiting for the. It's inconceivable that yes. you would be matched up in your life partner yeah. with somebody who isn't Asian. God it's, forbid. You know, it's funny that we think it's ridiculous because it is. But if you look at the criticisms, whenever there's a, you know, a mixed race couple on TV, yeah, people are like, "Oh, the world has gone PC mad." Uh, yeah, well, this like, is I don't. Yeah, I hear you completely. But I've been running with a theory in my head that there's just a. Oh shit! I'm gonna. Rick, can you get me some aluminum to build into a hat here? Oh, dear. It seems like <laughs> the same stuff you hear, the same bullshit, sounds like it's always so close to the same source, you almost think it's the same group of people that are doing it. Possibly. Right. I'm, I'm sure there's many groups like that, or it's like one... Like Donald Trump supporters? Yeah, well, like any conservative thing where it's always, oh, the PC police are doing this, and like a lot of their rhetoric seems like they get it from uh, Central Command kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and or people just think a certain way and then they it, read the it same might sources. be generational it might be yeah. grumpy retired white people or maybe it's not always we can't 
generalized. I'm, I'm going to go white grumpy people. white. I'm going grumpy old you white. You can't generalize the, the whole group. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's funny uh, when you read criticisms of whenever there's an interracial couple. Yeah. They're like, oh no. It it's, gets gross. It's, yeah. all, it's all PC or PC world. But the thing is, it's not politically correct. It's, it's accurate. It's, it's accurate if you walk down the street. So maybe at the same time when I hear a lot of people being fear-mongering or racist, I'm, I'm wondering if they come from a place not like Toronto where it's... Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, where it, like a, it would be alien if they were to... Oh, all right. <laughs> well, where we grew up, you know what I mean? There was very yeah. little diversity. It's more diverse now. Now though. it is, for yeah. sure, because it's only about an hour and a half away from Toronto, but mm. when we were growing up, it was like there was like a black person at school. You yeah, know that's I mean? true. Like, and then whenever anybody talks about black anything black history in school everybody would turn to that one person they weren't in my class so i, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get any black history at all in wow. school. Didn't, no <laughs> no that wasn't yeah it wasn't a uh, yeah it's awkward at uh comedy shows when somebody on stage is talking about anything uh, racial or anything yeah people will turn to that person that of that group uh, yeah. like, I wonder how that is this okay is. are we good <laughs> am i allowed to laugh at this yeah i've, I've been in audiences like that and oh. someone mentioned something about oh oh a uh, black person in on state uh the comedian mentioned that and then they turn to the one guy in the audience oh, and it's like that's uncomfortable <laughs> I feel like you have to laugh. Man, I love watching diverse comics because it's just like, oh, finally, like a different perspective. You know what I mean? Something different. Something... Well, it's funny because, you know, in the comedy world, it's so dominated by... By, by... By uh, me. 20, yeah. but not even. Usually they're younger than you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like 20... Oh, yeah, yeah, for you guys. something. Yeah. That's all you'll see, yeah. shirt wearing. Yeah, yeah, it's so strange because even in New York and L.A., apparently it's like that as well when those are very diverse, diverse places, yeah, but it, sure. they, they all gravitate towards well, there. Yeah. Have you done any traveling as, a, as a, an a actor? A performer? Yeah. No. Okay. I should, but it's one of those uncomfortable... <laughs> no, you got to pay the money to get there. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. one of those things where... Uh, well, you know, I I travel fairly frequently to the UK because I'm from there to visit oh, family. What? I didn't but, know that. But um, Let's it would be okay. Yeah, it would be okay that. to uh, if I were to perform there because I have citizenship. You have your yeah. citizenship. Yeah. So does uh, Nick. Yep. You're yeah. both British. High five. Yeah. How come you're not British? Because his oh, he's made oh, it. Yeah. There we go. Get the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Oh, that popped. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, I'd be uncomfortable going to, because going to the states, if, if you try and perform there, it's like green cards. Yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, you can get, yeah, you can you can get kicked out for like yeah. five or ten years. Oh. And even Gary Rideau, he got he got banned for a while too. What, what did he do? He was what teaching was he a workshop, I think. Wow. Yeah, and he told them. Did he get paid? Like, I mean, was he getting? Paid I'm not sure what happened, but uh, yeah, it could it could because it's all at the whim of. The border guard, right? And they're very protective over things. Yeah, it's, these it's days. tough. You gotta uh, be but careful. Then you get some people who were down there, and I'm not gonna say any names mm -hmm. because, well, actually, she's getting off her paperwork now. But then there are some people who were down there for years and years and years performing yeah. and, and didn't get mm -hmm. in trouble at all. Despite and they that. didn't have their paperwork in order. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even. I think once you're there, it's fine. It's when it's you try point. and come back, yeah, and then like, you go back you, in and be like, "What are you doing? What were you doing in the U? How did you survive? Right? So exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I don't know, man. It's hard. Yeah, and people have been. Yeah, I mean, in Vancouver, uh, 
people have this one guy, this actor, got banned because he had headshots in the resume on his person, oh, and he's no. an actor, and he may have forgotten them. Who knows? But yeah. it's evidence that you're, that you're trying yeah to... you're trying to do the yeah. something that is not allowed yeah mm. so i guess but yeah and it's taken it's a fairly complicated process to get your paperwork to do so but it's i expensive. haven't done, yeah. i haven't done that you know like mm-hmm. i haven't gone to the states to perform i've gone to the states to like take a workshop i've gone to the states to watch shows but i haven't i haven't performed in the states. even Absolutely. like I was even in like New York, and I was like, "Should I do a stand-up set?" And then it, time just didn't permit. But it's a good point. If you got paid, then it would be sketchy. I don't think if um, you're doing if you're if you're doing it just to perform and not. Well, some people get from, some people get in because uh, the classes that we take it involves being on a stage performing, yeah. and sometimes people get in trouble for that. Oh, okay. Jill was like, "Get a letter from the from the company yeah. or the festival or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're performing in." That and proves sometimes like, there's no time. It's true. That's a good yeah. point. That proves like a you were invited to perform and b you're not getting paid at all. Right. Uh, but like, yeah, I guess yeah, it's pretty tough. But yeah. in the UK, I wonder if it's as is it as stringent in the UK? Even if you're not a UK, I citizen? think so. Well, they'd yeah. give you the hard time of like, why are you here? Right. Yeah. But is it as intense as the US? I'm not sure because they want. Uh, they want their tax money, right? Yeah. So, well, a lot of people go to perform at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. I want is the like whatever permission you know, they need to perform at the fringe. Yeah. It there. must be more open because they understand. Yeah, yeah. They probably understand the concept. They of might a not be more event. open though. They're yeah. probably more geared towards we got to keep our eyes out because there are people coming here to perform. Right. There are tons of and they're people. comedians, so they probably don't have their shit together. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's a good question to look into, just yeah. because. Yeah. Do you know anyone who's performed at I Edinburgh? I know a bunch of people who've gone to Edinburgh. Oh yeah, well, I mean yeah. on Facebook, we, uh, yeah, for sure. Edinburgh's a big. It's the biggest fringe in the world. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's a yeah. good it's place the, to it's go. The, it was the first one, I think, as far as I know. It's like mm-hmm. the festival. Yeah. Apparently, they've got some real big ones in Australia too. Yeah, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, probably Sydney, but I know Melbourne for sure has yeah. got a big one. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I haven't ventured into other countries yet with my performance. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, and people uh, make comedians can make a living performing in the UK because sure. it's a yeah. densely populated place. You can oh, travel between places. That's the, and the advantage of people it. People yeah. pl- pay for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Where here, you know how it is getting people out to a show. Oh my so. God, yeah, well, that's just it. People don't want to. Well, like London would be tough to get the crowds all the time. There's still no, but there's still a lot of performers in London, and it's yeah. not just. The big houses, uh, yeah. local pubs, right? Yeah. You make an agreement with them, you get money, and because yep. it's tough to get people to pay two bucks sometimes. It's true. It's, it's true. Uh, people don't want to leave their house, and whether it's something to do with climate or something to do with the oversaturation of shows, because there's so many shows, there's so many different options. That you and plus, do. we market towards other improvisers. Other improvisers. Yeah. Because we are, we don't have any money. Like you know, like the point is, like even if I advertise, I don't know. I guess I would have to see. I I wonder how much. Like, if I took out an ad at, like, who knows? The you know what I mean? Toronto the, Star. The Toronto Star, and they put oh, it on geez, their website. Oh, jeez, that would be serious. You know, cash. yeah, I'm trying to say, like, yeah. I wonder if that would make a difference, you know? Or or people do Groupons as yeah, well. Yeah. Comedy Bar does Groupons. Oh, so. yeah. Don't, ask, don't talk okay. to Gary about Groupons. Okay. Uh, or, or I, I should say. His, like, he had a podcast about him in a war he got into with Groupon. Oh. It's pretty hilarious. What about like a concierge service? Because my work stuff, mm-hmm. through it's, my work. It's expensive, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'm pretty sure Second City probably does that. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a oh, big, yeah, the big leagues the, like, will do that. All mm-hmm. the like hotels and stuff will have yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. But even like Google ads, I guess, is a thing. So well, when I have a show, I'll put five bucks down and do a Facebook ad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that that just what it does is at least Sponsors. drives more eyes to your event. Yeah. Oh, but all it's right. five bucks. I don't know if I'm willing to spend 150 bucks on an ad. You know, like. Oh, you're yeah. You're not gonna get that back. It, well, see, that's that's the thing. Or mm-hmm. you, yeah, I don't know. Well, what I. What you have to do, Brie, is think of yourself as the audience member. Yeah. And what would it take you, audience person, to make you want to go to mm-hmm. a but comedy I'm show? Because I'm a, com- I'm yeah, a comedian. Yeah, that's tough because know. we yeah. have different. Yeah, it's tough for. It's actually tough for us to think that way now because we're yeah. so aware of what it is that we're seeing as well. Yeah. And the audience doesn't know the difference a lot of times it's between stand up, sketch, and improv. People come into Guess Who's Coming to Improv. Uh, because uh, because they saw it in like blog to and they're just like it's eight o'clock on a Saturday yeah and it's less expensive than the other show that's going on in well, the that's, other room that's good that got people mm-hmm. there <laughs> absolutely but sometimes it's like two people you know or oh. four people it's uh-huh. not like gonna draw in tons and tons of people because it's another thing not everybody's going out to see live comedy no people are going out to see movies people are going out what which is what drives me nuts because like then you see these festivals like JFL when JFL's here. So many people come to these shows. Yeah, but look at the... T- yeah, these they're are, marquee They're famous people. They're Marin. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, but like, I'm just like, Craig Ferguson. Oh, you're Manitary. The Marin show. It got in within the hour, too. <laughs> I feel like you've already mentioned Marin earlier, though. Oh, uh, I don't know. I thought you Well, did. we'll see in the videotape. Yeah, it's not tape. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like, but still, like, if that shows you're a fan of comedy, of going out and watching people laugh, so why wouldn't you put... You know, put a little bit of because uh, there's people in Toronto who are just as funny as Craig Ferguson. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? I wonder what's going on. Is I feel comedy, improv, sketch, all all the performance mediums are getting a bigger base. You're starting to see SoCap, Black Dog, uh, comedy, Bad Dog. Bad, um, <laughs> it's growing, right? Like there's more and more attention. At some point, I think you might get into another golden age of air quotes golden mm-hmm. age of comedy. Or uh, it won't just be the performers who are paying for it. Like, people will start thinking of it as going to the theater, going to a movie. Oh, I I could go to a comedy. I hope so. Uh, There's no hope. I think the groundswell is getting there. And it it might be a cyclical thing, because this was huge in the early 80s. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, stand-up was huge. Yeah, and then again in the 90s a little bit, because that's when you started getting the uh, alt-comics. Mm-hmm. Right, and there's still a lot of So it could be yeah. a cyclical thing. So what you have to do as a performer is hang in there, and hopefully your audience will come back to you at some point if well, you the give thing them is, something to for, watch. For improv, it's been different in that I don't think we've ever had much of a general mainstream only, audience. The only thing it's that's mainstream improv-wise is, is like who's lying. Yeah. On TV, you know? Yeah. But then SNL would go and get all the cast members from Second City in Chicago, and they would build their show that way. It, it was like... It turned into a factory for the, right. you know, like a like a, like the minor leagues to before you go yeah. pro kind yeah, of but thing. But Second City, they're not having any problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not having problems. And Second City is not really improv. It's yeah. not really an improv show. Those are oh, yeah, yeah. sketch yeah. shows. So. Same with SNL. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah right. improv hasn't had the kind of huge. And to be fair, uh, what you we really have one chance as improvisers. With these mainstream audiences, right? They come down from wherever they're coming yeah. from, and then they come down and maybe see a mediocre show. They don't know. They, they um, won't know what a good show is, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So they won't necessarily know which show they're seeing. Right. So it's it's one of those things. You've got to raise the raise the standard, raise mm-hmm. the bar. Because even like 
I'm talking like shows in Chicago, like the improv that you're going to see in Chicago and the improv that you're going to see in New York is like a high quality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are maybe a couple troops in Toronto that compare to the stuff that you're going to sure. see. The, like, the well, where does that take place in Chicago? Is that like the I.O. kind of thing? The I.O. is huge. And, UCB, and, in, New and UCB, New York, yeah. and L.A., right? Yeah, they're in L.A. as well. Well, didn't uh, they start in L.A.? UCB started in New York. Okay. I'm, I'm also wondering if uh, part of the what factors into how good these troops are and the perception of how good the shows are is because so many people go to them uh, because people line up around for for yeah the yeah. UCB is nuts yeah, yeah. so if uh, when you have a packed house you know the electricity that yeah could, but at yeah. the same time I am a discerning audience member you know <laughs> true I mean? you're not you're not a main you're not a person from the street yeah, yeah. like and I and what I look for is to be surprised mm-hmm. and like to like when something when something surprises me that's why I'm like oh like ah you know like oh i see what you did there and that's awesome you know like, mm-hmm. or if or if i could be like how did you do that like that's that's Absolutely. what i'm yeah when i'm when i'm that shocked at like sometimes it's kind of like like uh, let's talk about like reincorporating so when they're reincorporating something and it comes back two or three times and you're like okay i get it and <laughs> if it's yeah. something they brought up at the very beginning and then they don't talk about it yeah. again and then boom right at the end you bring it back and you're like oh my god i'd forgotten about that you know that's yeah. just good improv but Absolutely. I feel like they do it so much better there than, like, here it's like... Well, those are all long-form. They start with the long-form, you know, in IO and UCB. Exactly. And here, long-form is treated as if it's... Like a separate... A separate thing, yeah. which, you know, I, I... We're going into whole different things now, but it's like... It's okay. We're, people, like, we're in the bonus territory now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's as if uh, people speak about game of the scene and narrative uh, these are great things to separate when you're training specifically in these skills but maybe yeah. not you know so I mean? much for an audience member right um, yeah, there's no such thing as a, a game of the scene show i don't think i, I just want to enjoy the performance Absolutely. i don't care necessarily that they're doing like a herald scene or something i just want what i'm seeing to be good and funny okay like i don't yeah, right sorry. so i mean <laughs> that's the difference between student show and a show for a general audience it doesn't need to you don't need to discern discern right it's we we isolate these we label them as narrative and right. game of the scene uh for the benefit of students to know these, this, we're, yeah. we're work this we're working on this yeah, what, we're working on these specific drills yeah in a sport but um you don't there's no such thing as it existing totally in isolation in a in a true right. scene in that in the true show and that games pop up all the time in for narrative sure. and yeah. narrative for game game for long form it's put in context to what is happening in my opinion right but i'm not a subject matter expert it's just as somebody that's seen seen a couple of shows you know been in a few of them i think it it can be hurtful for students to be going out of the way and in saying, their head too much about it yeah and saying, oh, I can't play with this person. This person's yeah. not a certain type of player. Well, this know? person focuses on narrative, and I, and I only want to do, you know, yeah, uh, you know, like uh, a very specific do, uh, other thing, which is. <laughs> and then, as an audience member, I want the show to be good. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Work on that. Well, like I brought, uh, I oh. brought some people to see Mantown for the first time, and they don't watch improv like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, isn't it neat how it all comes together again mm-hmm. at the end? And it's like, oh man, that that's all you have to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for a for an audience member who, you know, like they've never come to see improv before, it's like, yeah, man, 
Just make, yeah. it, make it funny, make it entertaining, and make it so, you know, like, so that they're surprised. So, yeah, make it entertaining is more accurate. Like, it doesn't have to be funny, just engaging and, like, Probably oh, cool. it's funny if it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, how cool would it be to, like, you're expecting uh, the yucks, and then it gets into, like, really well, emotional, beautiful get, kind of that's stuff. That's when you get people, like, okay, there's, like, two performers in uh, Chicago, PJ and Dave, mm-hmm. and that's their sort of thing, is, is just take it take it very seriously it's very straight it's very much about like your everyday life yeah and but it's hilarious because cool. that's what's funny it's yeah everyday yeah. life is funny well, you, they're, you they're find totally paying attention to exactly. each other it's every little, things, little thing they they're in it and on, if yeah. you if you concentrate on trying to get the yucks you can miss the mark by absolutely. yeah missing what's happening it what's gets way more superficial yeah. yeah absolutely hmm. absolutely yeah number one number two in germany <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what's uh, what's next on Alex Wong's uh, dashboard, I guess? You know, I was working on... Uh, <laughs> I've said many phrases in this podca- on this podcast, you know, and I mean, so... <laughs> no, that's fine. That's... People can see how poor of a speaker I am. But, I uh, know, that's, that's, that. that's I fine. This is live, and you just got to... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but cut down on those ums, though. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been working with a devised theater group through Theater Columbus. It's formerly Theater Columbus, now Common Boots Theater, and they're sort of where they came from. Jacques Lecoq. Oh, okay. Lecoq. Yeah. Lecoq. 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 Yeah. We're, we're French Canadians, so we'll French. say uh, Jacques Lecoq. Yeah. Uh, French physical, physical theater, theater oh, clown. Oh, okay. And how they, they work through the physical, they're doing different things, oh, and nice. they, they create work that way. Uh, is that um, the same place where Ken Hall studied? Right. Yeah. yeah, the person, Paolo Coletto, is someone certified under Lecoq, okay. and he trained from there. Ken yeah. Hall, one of the best improvisers oh God, in, in so Canada. Yeah. Canadian Comedy Award winner. Yes. Breakout artist, I think. Didn't right. Breakout yeah. artist. Yeah. Break after him, maybe 10 after, or 15 yeah, exactly. years. Hey, man, so, yeah. you got to break out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> then there was an after party. It was really strange. That's, uh, uh, but, uh, uh, it was a devised theater lab, and we work that way. Again, improvising with different people with different backgrounds and cool. with a lot of theater and clown. And that, you get, you get to experience different things that way as well because in improv can be very talky and heady and yeah. here we're doing a lot of physical things yes and, and bringing yeah. physical to that talky heady place that's like ooh, something new's happening it's true. this is and, cool and, and you so see that in ken's performance like every time too you know what I yeah. mean? like he's always incorporating some physicality to it he's great great yeah. with mime, with on mime. Stage. and when you're looking at the high quality improv stuff of who's line there's a lot of physicality oh, yeah, in that mime, man yeah cool okay so you're taking yeah. you're taking these classes right uh uh, no, I, I didn't have to pay for them. Oh, that's quite, awesome. Yeah, which is great. So you're just receiving the training. Right. Receive the Sons training. We had a show. Um, I actually got paid for the show as well. Sweet. Uh, for the, the change of names for Theater Columbus to Common Boots. What? Why was it called Theater of Columbus? I think that was just a random name they had for oh, 30 okay. years. I was like, we're not in Columbus. No. So that's was why the they changed the, it. Was it the name of the theater that was that, or...? And where was that? In in town? Yeah, we were operating out of 
you have tea. Oh, There's cool. a space that we were able to get there. That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. sounds really cool. I like like I took a clown. I find clown very interesting um, because it. Uh, there's a lot of vulnerability there that you do not find in improv, especially yeah. not in stand-up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like, you have to be able to sort of shed your everything. You have to be comfortable with, guard, with flopping as well. Exactly. Comfortable with not <sighs> getting laughed. Yeah. And I think in uh, our improv scene especially, people are not comfortable with that. So no, they, yeah. they cover up a lot. And... Yeah. There's a lot of... Ah? Right. <laughs> Emma. Yeah, that's funny. That's good. It's great. Hello. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like you, you have to, and I found because uh, I took a clown class uh, when I was at Humber, uh, and it was like it was very fascinating to, or fascinating to see some of the guys, especially just not able to to let their guard down. Especially and, when they're young guys yeah. that are. I have no mm-hmm. idea what you guys are talking about. Um, right. So. I'm thinking circus clown. Take it, Alex. <laughs> clown is, uh, well, I use it for training a lot. The little red nose. And the nose is the smallest mask that you can have. Okay. And what that does, it, it frees you up. And you find this inner playfulness, whatever's in you. And it, it makes you so vulnerable I'm making a real meal of this explanation. Oh, no, good. Yeah. You just see, you seem very physical about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can't hear the explanation, but it's good. <laughs> He's standing on his head right now. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Where did that tricycle come from? <laughs> uh, and it's it's a place where instead of going from our head, we go from what we're feeling to learn uh, to get into our bodies and performing and. People don't necessarily perform clown when they train it, uh-huh. but they use it to find their inner inner performer, I suppose you could say. Yeah, it, like clown, there's clown, like you, you're thinking. Yeah. Like white face, funny hair, big floppy shoes. Yeah, falling down a lot. Falling down, but then there's, yeah, then there's the very simplest act of all you have is your nose, mm-hmm. and, and then it's just like stripped down, you, you're not like... Even you don't talk a lot of the times. You don't talk. You just sort of strip down all of the elements that keep you sort of guarded from, you know, like everything. Whatever you built over your life that's sort of guarded you from being laughed at or being yelled at at school or work or whatever. And then you just sort of play your most, like, playful, vulnerable character. Childlike. A lot of them are very childlike. Mm -hmm. Or childlike. Some are sad. Some are sad. Yeah, a lot of them are really sad. Some, but some of them are just mine's a ballerina. Wow. <laughs> but she's not very good. Yeah. And that's what's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes a guided instructor to to help you find uh, this oh, clown. Okay. I had Crystal Bartelsi. This sounds like some Great. Zen shit, man. Oh, for sure. Well, that I would love to take a mask class too because I think yeah. Because, Neutral mask is great. Even like because like improv or a lot of comedy or just like a lot of it is like this is who i want you to think that i am yeah whereas like if you're in a well that's it's a you mean like this is my voice this is what yeah but not even it's like this is how i want to be portrayed this is because the voice you're taking is the voice of who you want them to see yeah not necessarily who you are no for in real life yeah yeah. Yeah, exactly right uh you know like well, there's a lot of people who are really great at being stand-up comics, and then you go, like, they, and they're, they're very sh- confident, they're very, you know, like, well, 
you know, well you think they'd be super cool to hang out with, yeah, and, and they're crumbling humans. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, mask is cool because then you're playing a, a number of different. Right. Just you're getting out of yourself completely, mm. and a lot of people say it's very like uh, therapeutic. Not even therapeutic, but like trans. Like you go into like a trance when you're in a mask, mm. which I think. Well, you're getting outside of yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow, this is some yeah. heavy shit. But I'd be careful with the therapy using acting or improper yes, therapy, therapy just yeah. because uh you know people aren't necessarily trained professionals to deal with that and some people <laughs> yeah. see themselves as a trained professional for some reason That's and a good point. Yeah. Uh, there's that dynamic where you're an acting guru so you know we don't they don't have they're not licensed yeah. they don't have the yeah, right yeah, to yeah. say well yeah. you there's something happened to you when you're a child yeah like no that's weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, well then again some people have found improv to be like a very helpful tool in dealing with anxiety for example right. yeah. but yeah at the same time do your improv and then go tell your therapist that you did improv you right. know what i mean like and they're like oh what a breakthrough absolutely yeah. <laughs> and cameron algy teaches a great class yes. at at second city improv for anxiety a a and b so check that out yeah. if you have anxiety guys yeah it's great um, and isaac kessler a great clown and yeah. improviser Forgot to mention him when we were talking about Ken Hall, but he's great. Yeah, Ken Isaac and Isaac great. together. Uh, yeah, the best. Yeah. So funny. So funny. Man, that was so... Have I taken you to see them yet? No, you, you don't take me anywhere, Bruce. Every time I try to take you places, you're like, I can't. I yeah, have free. to raise free. my children. Yeah. <laughs> what an excuse. <laughs> it's Tuesday night at 11. Come over. I'm like, no, I'm literally supposed that's to be a, asleep at that time. That's point. another barrier to yeah. access for, yeah. for having comedy, improv yeah. shows at 1030 <laughs> and a weekday. Yeah. Can you make it earlier? No. <laughs> Funny only happens at 11 o'clock. When yeah. people are drinking. and Yeah, it's great. Like, I can't do that either. I have yesterday, to drive to get here. I do. Yesterday I did a show at 7 p.m. And I was like, this is so early. Yeah. And you <laughs> he was like, you should come. I was like, I can't. I got a hangover. <laughs> so don't go blaming me, brother. Uh, I meant to say that, like, you're my brother. But I ended up sounding like uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. That was not my That's brother. an improv game, right? Hulking out. That should be. If it's not, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> you just rip your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and then challenge somebody to a feat of strength. That's There's probably porn based on this. Oh, God. I'm sure there is. Probably. Yeah, remember, if you can think about it, there's porn based on it. Yeah. All right. Alex, have you got... You're on a... Are we good here? Have we I worked it? I, I had two points here about how you're, a pub, you're on public access television. Oh, yes. Uh, I was out quickly on... Uh, I was... On Rogers TV back awesome. in uh, f- about 15 years ago now. So. Nice. You've been doing this for a little while. Yeah, and I was just uh, on this magazine type show for teens. Oh. oh, what's going on in the world? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And I also see that you're in a print ad on the subway. Yeah, that was uh, five, five years ago now for a uh, telecommunications company. And that was, I've done different commercials and things, but that was. Tell us people... about that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a company. Uh, that, does, uh, yeah. that was what... Was it TELUS? Uh, no. <laughs> They're not paying any me anymore, so okay. I won't mention who they were. But they, a lot of people recognized me from that. Nice. That was more, more than being recognized on TV, I think. Just because more than it, being recognized in your German... Uh, your people German actually segment. don't approach me about that one. <laughs> hey, I saw you in the... Wait, never Wait mind. Yeah. Man. <laughs> no, I don't. Never mind. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what is there anything like? What do you? Uh, why, why do you? Why do you do it after all these years still? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where they say you should if you're an actor and you can do anything else, do the, the other thing because it. You're not really an actor. It's, no, uh, that's not. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> because uh, it's such a, a crappy place to be in. No matter, even you know, we 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 are not. I'm not a leading man. Uh, but people that are leading men, they have trouble as well because there's so many leading men. So everybody, even being a minority, there's people that have uh, trouble when you're a white man as well. Uh, nobody has it easy in this industry. So I'll say, I think that's great advice. If you can do anything else, do that. But uh, I keep on getting drawn back. Because first of all, yeah, <laughs> I was an underachiever, so I'm not very good at anything else. Uh, <laughs> but also I feel as if I have a voice and I have things to say and what, what you're you... you're you're built towards wanting to do that like you're drawn to it is that sure correct? yeah yeah what would you say your biggest struggle is these days biggest struggle money is always a big uh... one money time uh juggling between getting the money and doing actor type of thing yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in it to be an actor right yeah. so i gotta go with the maybe a lower percentage chance but I have to go to that audition. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like... Sounds That's like a struggle. Some, yeah, sounds like a struggle. That's... It sounds like you're managing it. And it sounds like your career is is cool, you know? It's... That's the impression on social media. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see IRL the Thank series. Thank you, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much for being we'll ha- on We'll podcast. have to big it up on the podcast. We will for sure. It when, and when it drops. We'll, we'll, we'll follow Friday, you guys, and... Right. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, yeah, we could talk about web series and stuff too offline. Sounds good. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Bree and I, I've been mentioning it to Bree. He has a whole folder about web series at home. Yeah, a whole empty folder that <laughs> I prepared uh, in the idea that there would be stuff filling it. There uh, will be. Yeah, I had an idea this week. Was, it, was that... it that poop guy? The jester who farts for the king or whatever? <laughs> Oh no, that separate. But yeah, okay. that that too. I I found that endlessly fascinating. <laughs> like this needs to be explored in a big way, and then I forgot about it. So yeah, good. There you go. I remind you. Uh, Roland the farter. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. And another high note. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex, for. We're struggling we're all shaking hands right now uh, oh god it, oh, hang on, bringing it in for a hug butt stuck, so and i kind of have to pee so uh alex do you want to tell people to struggle on yeah oh sure i thought we we're gonna end it right there but no. struggle on guys yeah the struggle is real but stay stay in there yeah cool Bye. 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 Bye.